This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by Sean, our patron and buddy. If you would like to be like Sean, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and sponsor an episode. Thanks. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus, which is a 3D platformer and shooter developed by Insomniac and published by Sony for the PlayStation 3 in 2013. Yeah, produced by a friend of the network, Sean. Thanks, Sean. I have karaoke with Sean. I I have karaoke with Sean. I, I inadvertently took one of Sean's karaoke songs one time and I felt bad. Uh, Sean did Around the World by Red Hot Chili Peppers once, <laughs> and we all got to see the breakdown. <laughs> um, this is a premium episode, which means that everybody's getting the uh, generalities, and then the beat by beat is going to be for patrons. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear that whole thing, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a little bit unusual as far as premium episodes go. Uh, and I don't think that's entirely a bad thing. Uh, this is going to be kind of short because yeah. Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus is a breezy dessert of a game, especially after the hearty meals that were Divinity Original Sin and Ribbon. The uh, We deserved a treat. We did. And, and Sean uh, delivered. And, you know, Pop Pops get a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is the way I, I describe This is my first experience with this series. Yep. And I described it uh, as a better than average fast food sandwich. Yeah, like it's like it, a Five you know, Guys, you know. Yeah, this is this is a Five Guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it didn't have a lot of staying power with me. No, in terms of like <laughs> occupying my thoughts afterwards. <laughs> but it was it was breezy. It's 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 exceedingly lightweight. Yes, like like the lightest weight of a game. <laughs> But um, I'm happy that yeah. it exists, especially uh, for the audience that it is uh, that it is made for an audience that is not really well served with, you know, a lot of things like this that are, you know, well made and charming and stuff, you know? It, yeah, it, it definitely it filled a niche in the ecosystem mm-hmm. to me. And it's not a niche that I, I turn my nose up at. Like I will eat a, you know, a tombstone pizza. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> it's just something that, it, it's interesting, because this is very much feels of its time when it came out. Yeah. And it just feels like a, a a quirk of fate that I did not get into this. Because if I had just been a slightly different age or just, a, you know, different circumstances, I could have really been in the market for this during the time when I was playing, you know, Destroy All Humans. 
yeah and stuff yeah um, now, i only played one of these i played uh the third one up your arsenal uh ooh, and, and that was exciting <laughs> that's kind of a thing for the series that they stopped doing but then started trying to do again <laughs> yeah ratchet and clank's prostate orgasm adventure is where they, they stopped <laughs> They, it was mostly about making come hither motions uh, yeah. at the, uh, you know, once you once you get about an inch and a half in, and then yeah. they uh, they stopped. They were like, "This is we taking it too far. We don't even know if Ratchet has a prostate. It's weird that they built him with one." Uh, Ratchet and Clank yeah. explore the Jelkaverse. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank like suck my gasket. Like all these, ah. you know, used to be very very riveled, and then they dialed it way back, and it became. Like the you know what you know what uh, on the network the closest thing we've done to this in tone is what uh, the serious Sonic cartoon ooh like yeah. this is better mm-hmm. but the tone is very like you know kind of dramatic like there are jokes in it but yeah. kind of dramatic Saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. in a way that I I just I had nothing no idea what to expect and it's just like the pathos like no. Man, I'm the last of the Gleep Glops. The Bleep Glops <laughs> took my home planet. Yeah. Sad face. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Cool. Like, can, I, can, can I shoot something now, please? I No, no don't stop yeah. doing what you're doing, because I'm sure that there are people who have been following along from the start uh, who are into it. Uh, I'm just here. I'm here for the snowman gun, if possible. See, it plays yeah. Jingle Bells, you see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the Zarkon family uh and that's gonna be me yeah that's that's gonna that's um, gonna be me yeah. very, very uh very very funny and very fun to fill this hole in my my gaming knowledge yeah uh it also meant that i could stop mixing up with jack and daxter of course because uh like the, the, there were those three roughly competing but really complimentary because they were all in the same system anyway uh the you had jack and daxter you had uh, this, you had Ratchet and Clank, and then you had uh, Sly Cooper. And all of them yeah. had their own thing. And I'm happy that we ended up doing this one because this has the, the, the fun shooting as, a, I, I as opposed have, to I the hop and done, bop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would have I would have rejected Sly Cooper. I played that at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a it's an instant fail stealth game. Yeah. So a spotlight hits you, you start over. It sucks. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in, uh, in in this game, you play as Ratchet. Uh, he is a fur, furry, like feline humanoid called a Lombax. This is important. He is the last of his race, at least here in this universe. Uh, and he works with his uh, nerdy robot buddy Clank, who he wears as a backpack. Uh, in this game, you are trying to hunt down the Prog siblings. These two really powerful fugitives with uh, with mystical King Crimson powers. And Duke Crimson. Yeah, well, yep. the, uh, the, 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 the um, next in line for the Crimson Throne. Um, yeah, the Prog siblings. Uh, when you you mostly control Ratchet, mm-hmm. um, and when you do this, you are platforming and shooting in uh, kind of like a third person shooter across yep. these different planets, uh, completing missions to advance the story, um, and doing different kind of gimmicks and. 3d platformer style puzzles yeah you know turn this knob and it sets a timer and the bridge is only down for that long Mm -hmm. um the platforming is good uh it's not the emphasis like you're not doing tricky platforming it's not like um you know 3d mario game where it's about these acrobatics right uh you you have a, a really kind of basic jump that has a lot of horizontal 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a, a double jump and a glide that is unlocked right away. But it's pretty rare that you have to do demanding platforming. Yeah, usually um, you're jumping from one combat surface to another combat surface. Yes. And it, each of these games has kind of a, a little gimmick, is my understanding. And into the Nexus's gimmick is that it adds a gravity manipulation mm-hmm. to your different maneuverabilities. Yes. So um, these are introduced pretty quick. Uh, you get these special surfaces uh, that you can cling to with your mag boots. Uh, you mm-hmm. also have this device called the gravity tether. Uh, that will let you kind of create these portal-esque energy bridges that will zip you between locations. Slowly zip you. Uh, you can speed between it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it just, uh, it, it, it's really interesting the way these work. Um, I'm glad you have this as a note because I was going to say this. Uh, yes. we'll, we'll talk about how these work when they're reduced, but they're very modal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not uh, dishonored. You know, It's not like, oh, I can just teleport anywhere. It's you, you literally, you get a jetpack later and then you literally enter no fly zones. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you have to obey the sign. <laughs> Ratchet, you fucking nerd. I don't want him like, to tap the sign. Come on. I saw who's it. arrest you? <laughs> like, like. As far as I can tell, um, you're the cops. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I, I don't know what your job is. Um, but it just, you, you just enter the zone where it's time for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, specifically, I felt like the grav boots would have been really cool to integrate mm-hmm. into more of the levels. And you do them in the beginning and the end, basically. Yeah. Um, kind of a good metric for this, uh, you know, if any game designers are taking unsolicited advice, is that uh, uh, if you go so long without using something that when it pops up later on, you have to re-tutorialize it with a tooltip. Saying so like, mm-hmm. oh, here's how you do this thing that you did four hours ago. Uh, you didn't use the thing enough, actually. Yeah. I should like that should be uh, second nature for me. The solution yeah. is not a tooltip. The solution would be to integrate it better. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's just it's not that type of game, right? You know, um, there's just very very little kind of integrating these two different modes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is kind of a bummer, but not a huge deal. That's a little video games text, and this mm-hmm. is not. You know, 2013. Yeah. And it's um, not interested in being too much more than a video game, you know, which is yeah, fine. <laughs> again, it's a yeah, tombstone pizza. Yeah. The um, the main thing of the series uh, is it's shooting. It is a third person kind of run and gun action shooter. Um, the shooting, uh, my understanding is this entry puts less of a way less of an emphasis on lock on. Mm-hmm. Um, so this plays more like a traditional third person shooter, but kind of cartoony and loose. Yeah. Uh, in that way yeah there's really um, generous auto game. target uh, homing and stuff it's kind of more mm-hmm. about like managing your position and dodging projectiles while laying out ordnance yes um you start the game with a very simple pistol called the omni blaster doesn't seem that omni <laughs> uh, and a glove that will throw fusion grenades um and uh and just real quick camp out on uh fusion grenades unupgraded least satisfying grenade pretty pretty unsatisfying <laughs> can't one shot uh the first guys who show up yeah it's a grenade uh-huh and direct hit won't one shot them the no fuck? come on um you know, you to, uh, <laughs> the reason why is because you have to expand your arsenal and upgrade your arsenal over you have, the course of the game you have to up your arsenal yes you do you do up your your gasket <laughs> your prostate yeah as you go uh so you're gonna buy new weapons at shops that show up occasionally just little uh computer terminals um, uh, with new weapons appearing roughly when you move to new planets, there are like five mm-hmm. or six plants in this, uh, you, you pass milestones and you get new guns. 
um, and you use bolts, which are the currency you get mostly by killing enemies and bashing crates apart. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. You get to try weapons. It's so good. I you... love this. <laughs> well, be to me this this felt like a real concession to to the Gary gamer mm-hmm. uh, to me because I felt like you know the, this one of the things that's really admirable about the, about this game in terms of its genre is that it backseats the uh, collectathon complete completionist nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it's unnecessary to do that. Um, you have to really kind of be intentional if you want to buy all the weapons. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I did not end up drowning in money in this. So I was making choices mm-hmm. between weapons. Um, so it was not just fun to try the things. I was literally just being like, which of these seems like it'd be the most useful and fun. Yeah. I have enough money to afford one of them right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Or which of these, you know, is is this worth saving up for? You know, is the rocket yeah. launcher, you know, uh, going to be like fun enough to use or powerful enough? Uh, yeah, yes. I, I love this feature, um, especially in a game where the like the, the guns are appreciably different from each other. They've got really cool stuff. I actually just kind of like laced those through the beat by beat uh, whenever they're mm-hmm. added because they, you know, that they are kind of one of the main pieces of content in the game uh yeah. but uh it's 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 nice and you're going to be using a lot of them because no no single gun holds a ton of ammo so i found myself just kind of like cycling through them and updating my tactics on the fly uh waiting for like specific ammo drops uh to come down yeah there, there, there's some kind of uh thought process to the ammo ammo drops like i would get ammo for the gun i was holding yeah, yeah. Most often. Uh, but it's not a direct one-to-one. Like, they do want you to switch. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Demeris column, um, you can assign guns to the D-pad and quick swap between guns. Mm-hmm. And I found this out through random tool tips, like, two-thirds of the way through the game. Don't make me go to the radio um, menu if I don't have to, please. Yeah. Uh, I was constantly, for most of the game, just stopping in the radial menu, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you, if you have a gun that holds six bullets, it's like that's a little bit too much pause time. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, weapons are upgraded in two ways. I like the upgrade system in this quite a bit. Yes. Uh, as well. Uh, this is also the other like kind of unique selling point to this. Um, using a weapon will upgrade it over time. Um, sometimes adding a new ability or a shot. Uh, but mostly it'll up, um, do new upgrade paths. Yeah, and this is again the other kind of like unique selling point of this, and these this is neat. I think. Yeah, it expands the the gun's license board. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, uh, which you don't is, use bolts; you use rare titanium <laughs> uh, to unlock these nodes on a grid. Mm-hmm. Um, these will give you slight advantages that you can kind of choose, but you're going to be angling to uh, kind of Othello like surround these question mark nodes Mm -hmm. that will give you a mystery upgrade yeah um and sometimes these are really cool major changes to the weapons sometimes they are just like extra ammo or extra fire rate (laughs) you you don't know beforehand but it gives you a little bit of like a you know little surprise lottery feature yeah and it's not like you don't want the point you know to spend the points that you're spending you know, to, to, to get to that point, right? Because you are still upgrading yes. your blast radius or the range, uh, things like that, on the way to getting the mystery feature. Um, yeah. I, I ended up, like, maxing out most of the guns that I had with this. Mm-hmm. Rare, rare titanium, not necessarily that rare. Like, you get it through combat. No. There are certain weapons when you uh, kill enemies with them, they will drop rare, rare titanium at a certain rate. Um, yeah. So I was kind of always upgrading whenever I found one of the shops. 
yeah, I, I upgraded the raritanium drop thing a lot because it paid for itself. Yes. You know, um, and uh, yeah, same same thing. And I really like this. I think this was really cute and pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another kind of unique feature of this playing into the gravity theme uh, are these netherverse sections, um, I, I, which are your secret agent clank sections. Yep. I, I kind of expected not to like these the first time that I got into it. Uh, the trick is they're very short. There's tons of variety. Um, and there are not very many of them. <laughs> yeah. These are good. This could wear out. It's welcome. Yeah. But they good know time. exactly how much to use them. So, uh, uh, you, you occasionally literally or not at a certain point in the game, you find a device and, uh, you know, occasionally during the game, you will find these little riffs that you can send clank through, uh, to do these little puzzle platforming sections. You control clank, the little robot. You're like in a shadow world. Um, and it can do normal platforming controls, but primarily what you're going to be doing is maneuvering Clank by manipulating the direction of gravity up, down, left, and right, uh, similar uh, to V, 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 just I'll tell me when to stop with the Vs. V, All V, the Vs. V, 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 yes. Yeah. V, 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 Voom. Mm. Um, so these are interesting. You And you, you solve little puzzles on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by manipulating little blocks into little holders and stuff like that. Um, and they kind of have a nice rhythm because the first half is kind of puzzle platformy. And then when you get to the end, you wake something called another beast and have to lure it back to the entrance to cause an earthquake. Uh, so then it becomes a chase sequence, Mm um, on your way back and the way you made your way there, uh, you know, you sometimes the, the way you're doing the thing you're doing to open the path on the way makes the, the way back more interesting mm-hmm. um and as you mentioned uh there are six of these yeah uh you know they they really don't overdo it um and they're non like just very short mm-hmm. and very painless like i didn't i didn't love this they didn't they felt kind of weird to me mm-hmm. but they one of the things i was thinking about when i was playing this was that like the 3d platformer genre mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and i'm sure we talked about this during uh, a hat in time but it seems to be about variety yeah you know, like, I think that, like, it's just like, hey, you're doing something different. Mm-hmm. You're doing something different. You're doing something different. Uh, kind of constantly, rather than, like, really hammering home a specific, you know, kind of mechanic. And that's what this this felt like, was just, like, around the time when I was sick of, you know, running around shooting bugs, mm-hmm. uh, now it's time for a little VVVVV section. Yeah. You know? Uh, breaking up the pace in a way that's non-hateful. Yeah. And it works. Like these are these are fun. These are interesting. They're engaged. They engage a different part of your brain um, mm-hmm. than the than, than the blasting and stuff. Yeah, uh, this is a, a thumbs up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I very uh, the game is is very fast paced. It's very short. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super colorful. Uh, the characters are all like very fun cartoon style characters. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole thing is very much you know a Saturday morning cartoon in kind of every way. Yes. Uh, like a mix between the two Sonic cartoons almost. <laughs> like they're jokes, but boy, is there lore. Oh, so much lore. Like to, to the point where you know, this game is an epilogue to another game, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> this is it, it is it is the grand finale payoff for a lot of long running Ratchet and Clank subplots and has a lot of fan service callbacks that I did not know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm not, you know. I'm not an idiot. It's it's easy enough to pick up from context clues. Yeah, like I wasn't like furiously googling like who is the last of the Lombax? You know how do they die? Captain what Cork. What is their art and religion like? <laughs> Captain Cork. What's his thing? 
Oh, he's like a yeah. Phil Hartman voice superhero guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. it's like Blasto. Oh. Is that Brand again? Okay, yeah. cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's Blasto, <laughs> uh, and he's he's a coward Blasto. Gotcha. Yeah. Like it's all so easy to pick up, mm-hmm. and the the reason why this uh, was jarring to me was just when it started using pathos. Yes, like. When it was just like, here's some cartoons, do it. Like, here's two goofy robots. They're coded mm-hmm. as old men for some reason. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I yeah. gotcha. And then they die. And <laughs> it's like, everyone's real sad. And, uh-huh. and Ratchet keeps saying, like, you killed my friends. You must face justice. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> It's something else entirely. Uh, apparently, the creator of the game uh, is dissatisfied with the way they handled the deaths of Statler, Waldorf, I mean, Kronk and Zephyr. Uh, Kronk yeah. and Zephyr. Kronk and Zephyr is a different thing. Uh, no, he's dissatisfied uh, with that because he didn't want them to die off for real. He wanted part of the quest to be like recovering their parts that were scattered around the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just didn't do it. Nope. Like, <laughs> I, I read that point too, but I didn't read like why they didn't like, like you, you had the power, man. It's like when senators tweet things like retweet, if you agree, the minimum wage should be this. And I'm like, why am I retweeting anything for you? Yeah. <laughs> Fix it. Do your fucking job. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why, why are you sad about this? Like you had more control about it than I did. Yeah. You know? Uh so uh this is a very short game uh like we said Mm -hmm. that was probably a bummer for people at the time um but it's got like a ton of variety it's really well paced says what it has to say and then gets and then gets gets out this is kind of at a period when like ratchet and clank was you know they, they were not necessarily doing full games for this they were kind of making stuff specifically to be distributed uh over psn as mm-hmm. like little um almost kind of budget. yeah like budget games. games between some of the bigger ones right yeah um and i love that like uh, the, you know because what this this represents a kind of a compromise in those you know on that axis where instead of uh having lower production values like this you know looks great for a ps3 game i think yeah um you know i would have been very satisfied with this it's colorful it's professional like the voice acting is all good the music is good it's just short mm mm-hmm. mhm you know, uh, that is a really cool compromise to me. And I think that there is a market for like a short little like blast of AAA experience that's just over and done. Yes. You know, I think that's a really cool kind of a place for games to exist in. Um, and yeah, people did complain about it. But again, it was budget price. Like when I read, read reviews of this, a lot of people are just like, yeah, this is really good that this isn't full price. But for what it is, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um. Insomniac, the company who made this, uh, they started with the Spyro the Dragon trilogy for the PlayStation, mm-hmm. um, a series of games that I played. Uh, not yeah. series, but I remember running around collecting crystals. Yeah. Fighting that Ganasty Ganork. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then when the PS2 came along, they're like, well, I want to do something a little bit new. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So their initial concept was something called I-5, uh, Insomniac's fifth game. Uh, then they thought, let's do something with like a reptile space, uh, it's a space, space pirate kind of guy. And then they decided, mm-hmm. okay, well, okay, what if it's a gangster octopus? What if we rostify him 10%? Yeah. Um, went through a bunch of different uh, iterations before they came up Dinner with... Dinner dog and clank. <laughs> yep. They came up with, uh, with, 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 with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, and that became yeah. their new, <laughs> that became their new uh, uh, mainstay. 
<laughs> I, I had to do the the the, the, the itchy and friends, and almost just said Ku Klux Clank <laughs> as, as the sidekick. Jeez, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that wasn't good. They shouldn't have gone that direction. Oh, wretched, I see. No, please don't. <laughs> yeah, Gary, no, I know. I'm Gary, not. do not improv I just, this. I'm just, I'm just doing the beginning of it and letting people finish it in their heads. Okay. Or not. Um, yeah, so they, they came up with these guys. Uh, the series was a big hit. You know, it was the time for mascot platformers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a main trilogy. Then there were spinoffs, like uh, the aforementioned Special Agent Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, these all had a bunch of double entendre names as a style at the time. And then that would be shifted and dropped when it kind of switched to the future saga, mm-hmm. which is the PS3 games. This is the finale of that. So this is the kind of shift towards a more serious tone. Yes. Uh, although this game did begin development as Into the Nether Regions. Yes. Uh, which makes a little bit more sense because you never go to a Nexus in this. There's no place Mm-mm. called the Nexus. There's nothing. Into the Nether, I think, would even be uh, would even be a better name. More appropriate, but... You also, mostly the nether goes into you. True. It's like a Nietzsche thing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, But Insomniac wanted to bring the series kind of back to its roots a little bit more after some experiments that that didn't work out for them. You know, misguided. Mm -hmm. Again, things that were just in the water at the time. You know, stuff like six-axis flight controls, um, braid-like time puzzles where you had to, like, multiply yourself, do some Blinks the Time Cat action. Um, this was, you know, yes, it had the gravity, but like that was to get you around to the shooting, which remained the focus is my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty focused game. Yeah. Um, there's an iOS companion game. Uh, there's an infinite runner called before the Nexus. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could earn upgrade materials by playing the mobile game. Cause again, that was in the water. Yep. Uh, at the time. Um, I did not play the infinite runner. Nope. Um, I don't mind an infinite runner. I kind of like that genre, but mm-hmm. I just was not thirsty for more. No. Um, yeah. Uh, this received kind of middling to good reviews. This is a real like 7 out of 10, mm-hmm. 7.5 out of 10. Um, people like their return to the series and these new mechanical additions, uh, but it's also like the, you know, counting spinoffs, like the 10th entry in the series or something. Yeah. 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 Getting a little long in the tooth. There's certainly some fatigue around it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this would be the last Ratchet and Clank game for the PlayStation 3 um, and the last entry in the future uh, sub-series. Which is good, you know. It, it ends on a on a sweet note. Uh, Insomniac mm-hmm. came back to the series in 2016 to do a remake of the original game uh, to make it fit better with the Ratchet and Clank animated movie uh, that came out mm-hmm. around that same time. And we're currently awaiting the uh, release of a new one. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart uh, is coming into PS5 here in a couple of months. Yeah, uh, which is at least a pun title. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good, good for that. Good. Uh, also in terms of my experience in this, this is the first experience I've had with PS now. Oh, I want to hear that. I didn't have good experience, but my internet is two cups with a string rural. in between it. Yeah. My, my internet is rural. Yeah. You got, you got country internet and city. Internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, well, it's my big city business blast. <laughs> that I got going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was able to do PS Now for uh-huh. this, which is great because I didn't have to bust out my PS3. Cool. Um, just played it on my PS5 and it worked great. Cool. Um, the uh, I was really surprised. I hadn't had any experience with any of those streaming services since um, the one that was on computer like forever ago. Oh, on live? Yeah. 
no, no, no. Even before that, like when I, I played like Panzer Dragoons uh, <laughs> on it, like okay. it was like the first thing that got that. I, yeah, I, I wish I could remember what it was called. Um, but it was an early game version tap. Of that. Game tap. Game tap. There we go. Yeah. Um, since game tap, and I wasn't expecting great things, uh, mm-hmm. but it actually worked just fine. The biggest bummer is that if you know, I tend to pick up and put down games throughout the day. Okay. Like I'll just pause a game and then get up and like make a sandwich or pause a game and go pet pocket or whatever mm-hmm. and if you uh to save server space if you do that for you know a few minutes uh it boots you out and you have to restart oh that's a bummer um yeah so that's just, and then you have to wait for it to kind of load up again which is a mild bummer but mm-hmm. in terms of just like convenience i was like wow this actually fucking works nice um yeah so yeah. at least with with business blast yeah i don't know if so, it would uh if it would work on my turnip tr- turnip truck that i got here so yeah, t- turnip yeah a bumpkin blast <laughs> yeah Xfinity Rural Bumpkin Blast <laughs> that you've got going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm happy to hear that works just because there are a lot of games that are marooned on the PlayStation 3. And uh, if we need to have that compromise solution around so people can still play them, then so be it. Yeah. Yeah. And anything, you know, I, I have a big closet full of old consoles that are there. I just mm-hmm. don't like getting them out. No, it sucks. You know, you're, you're talking, you're, you're talking about, uh, like I can't have three generations of PlayStation hooked up to my television. Yeah. Like I have the PS4 and PS5 hooked up right now, Yeah, but if I have the three, four and five, I think that mm-hmm. then it becomes a story problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, I can't, I can't uh, challenge kids to learn common core on my entertainment setup. No, no. Through this. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and that, that's the uh, that's the generalities. Swift, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a pretty basic uh, you, you shoot to jump, mm-hmm. and you, um, and you do it in a particular order at particular times. Yeah, um, but if you would like to hear the rest, if you would like to hear the beat by beat of this cartoony fun game. Uh, you can back us on Patreon, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Get not just this full premium episode, but every premium episode we've done uh, since uh, early 2019, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, more than two years. Yeah. Now. Um, and the, uh, you know, if you want to hear those and you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't have $5 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. Uh, you can you save up or whatever and, and put in $5 and listen to the ones you like and then mm-hmm. go back. Um, I, I wish that the Patreon interface was easier for finding stuff as well. Yep. We're doing our best. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not something we have tons of control over, um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, pop on, listen to this or listen to the old ones and then uh, duck out if you need to. It's okay. Yeah. It's just fine. Uh, and we'll see you next week with uh, the dispatch episode. <laughs>